0: What is sleep? What is relaxation?
1: I used to sleep until 11, and now I can't even fathom. Because it's not even that, like, I need to rest and, like, I just fall asleep naturally and now I'm waking up earlier. No, it's, I have shit to do. There's laundry to be done. There's, like, household chores that somehow I'm responsible for now because no one else is doing. Well, my husband's, but, like, I don't have...
0: You know what you My should do? to
1: do it for me. Every
0: week, you do one less and try to get him to do one more <laughs> and see how many you can do, how many the market will bear before... <laughs> it collapses. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Listen, the market's very petty, though. I don't know. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, I'm trying to solve your problem, so <laughs> you don't want to dump it on your husband. Sounds like you're going to have to do it yourself. <laughs>
1: That's true. That's true. Because the thing is, if I do try that... Um, it's going to come back to bite me, and I don't even know how. Did I ever tell you about how he played the long game uh, when I once Silly Stringed him? No, I don't know what that means. Okay. So you know what Silly String is, right? Those little cans I've heard where of it. it's like... Yeah. The fuck? Fuck
0: you. What? I know what Silly String is. Okay.
1: All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know... Oh, my
0: God. Which is nobody, but go ahead and explain it anyway.
1: So Silly String is like this foamy you don't even know what it is shit that comes out oh. of a can i don't fucking know anyway <laughs> so he was coming over to my parents' house one day this is like years ago this is i was like 17 18 and like my friend and i were at our house and we're like you know what let's i have some silly string let's surprise him when he walks in through the door and silly string him so he comes in we silly string him we have a laugh he says he's going to get us back we're like mm, all right Let's see. This happened when I was, let's say, let's call it 18, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Four years later.
0: Four years.
1: Four years later. uh, It's my last day in California before I went to uh, graduate school out of state. And a bunch of our friends, we went to In-N-Out. We hung out. We were going to go back to the house, though, to just kind of spend as much time together as possible before my flight the next day. Some, like my he when we were just dating he was like stalling as we were leaving and i was like come on i have to get to my house before the rest of them do <laughs> finally get to my house i like go to open the door and they all attack me with silly string <laughs> so i go to turn around and he's behind me with extra silly string i was a silly string monster
2: you got had
1: yeah i got had 4 years down the line so basically this long-winded-ass story is just me trying to tell you don't fuck with him because he plays the long game. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it will haunt you. Not immediately, but when you least expect it. Okay, then. Looks like you're doing household chores. I'm doing household That's why I wake up at 6.30. And this is why you haven't slept in 10 years. That's why I have not slept. Why haven't you slept in 10 years? Mm, it's changed over the <laughs> years. It was, first, it was binge drinking.
0: And then it was binge drinking. And then it was binge drinking. And then it was
1: career. You know? <laughs> As it happens. At
2: least that transition was made. Yeah.
1: I'm growing up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Chick sticks and everything in between. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Cepeda. And you're listening to Two Salty Broads, so get ready for our salty surprise. Yeah, and it was a
1: surprise that you did not go for it. Dude, I
0: haven't fucked
1: with you in, like, weeks. You need to just calm
0: down. I know, but you
1: always, like, hesitate
0: right (laughs) before you say it. Do you know why? (laughs) Because I want you to be filled with a moment of anxiety. I I want you to be really (laughs) unsure about what's going to happen. And, like... Because I feel like I have your, I, I'm like, I've got your life in my hands, right? You do. Like, what happens next, I can control your emotions with whatever <laughs> I choose to do next. And it's an ultimate feeling of power, to be really honest.
1: I mean, it's, it's working. It's, 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 it's definitely successful because my anxiety, every time you get close to it, is like, such starts rising.
0: I told you. I, like your husband, play the long game, and when you
1: don't remember, I'm going to remember. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Well, um, there is no good segue to get into today's episode. I was (laughs) trying to... Maybe you just aren't trying hard enough. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) You know what? My uh, double espresso is going to kick in shortly, so... You know, that's... uh, Is this a sign of growing up
0: that... It's a nighttime recording, and we're not drinking alcohol. We're drinking Nespresso espresso shots.
1: No, I don't think so, because I feel like this is... That's probably not healthy. You yeah, know what we've done? We've
0: bounced from one... One extreme to the other. One substance to the other.
1: We went from a depressant to a... Yeah, we're uh, just ping-ponging
0: <laughs> between a- amphetamine and, de- and depressants. We,
1: <laughs> You know, but when we were younger, we would take them both at the same time. Red Bull Vodkas. Or Four Locos. Oh, oh God. The Four (laughs) Locos. I, and the only place you could buy it was from a, gas station right yeah i mean
0: not even all gas stations like the respectable no. ones didn't carry them no of and course there was not. you know you knew where you, you could get your four loco and it was always like this really weird gas station and
1: it was like a drug the guy you know when you
0: buy it he's looking at you like mm-hmm, yeah. i know what's gonna happen and you're like mm-hmm, you're right <laughs> it, yeah it always felt kind of illegal buying yeah. them or like it was you know i'd rather buy some condoms or like those dick pills at the gas station then buy a four loco because you know the guy's like judging the shit out of you
1: um not on that topic at (laughs) all (laughs) you know what (laughs) i'm still not able to draw a correlation between that and today's episode of conspiracy i think that four
0: locos were made oh to ruin my life Specifically,
1: that is a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what we're talking about today, Sabita? Is it that a good as enough segue for you we've fallen into that topic? Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> well, actually, though, conspiracy theories are on the rise. Um, are they? They are, and they don't. It doesn't have anything to do with Four Locos or Red Bull Vodkas. However, a lot of it can be attributed to social media. Conspiracy hmm. theories now have multiple platforms in which they could spread very quickly and reach a wider audience.
0: That's true. And I guess you say anything with enough conviction or enough tailored evidence, then you
1: could probably get people to believe you. And many people do. Mm -hmm. I mean, so, but here's the thing. There have been multiple studies done that do find that those who fall for the majority of conspiracy theories um lack certain critical thinking skills. So basically if you hear these like outlandish theories and we're going to talk about some of them. Mm-hmm. I have five, you have five. Mm-hmm. Um you know, but if if we're talking like the craziest shit you've ever heard mm-hmm. and you're like for example, I I didn't mention the world is flat. Did you do nope. the world? Okay. <clears throat> so that is a very common I don't know how Conspiracy theory. But, like, the people that are like, yeah, no, that's true. Like, I mean, you don't even need common sense to realize that's not common sense. I don't know, man. Have you ever seen the earth from
0: not being standing on it? (laughs) 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 I think I might be having a stroke. (laughs) I was trying to play devil's advocate. I just played devil's idiot. It's fine. (laughs) Well... (laughs) I mean no you're right I get it that's kind of a kooky one and lots of people believe it you know yeah they
1: do I mean it's like we're I mean but okay I heard that even in the middle ages people didn't actually think that the world was round or or flat sorry apparently they even knew that there was some sort of curvature yeah Mm. so I mean they were sailing all over the place and never fell off so maybe that's how they figured it out Possibly. I mean, but maybe some people were like, no, we haven't reached the end yet. Uh, Let's keep going. (laughs) I'm a millennial and uh, this is my toaster in the bathtub trick. I'm just going to keep sailing until I fall off the edge of the earth.
0: (laughs) I will say there is one on here that when I read the headline, uh, one of my conspiracies, I know you say lack critical thinking skills. Mm -hmm. I I consider myself a fairly critical thinker. I saw this headline. I was like, bullshit. And I read it and I was like, it's real. (laughs) I believe it, it's real. So I don't know. If they present a convincing argument, they could get even the most critical of thinkers, I think.
1: And actually, I'm glad you said that because there's at least, there's two that are sus, but one of them, I'm like, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Like, for sure I could see that. But I want to talk very briefly about something that makes this topic very timely. Alex Jones... Oh the, yeah, that guy. Yeah, the host of uh, InfoWars mm-hmm. uh, was recently um, found guilty of, I, I believe it was defamation by a couple of parents um, of a victim, a victim of the Sandy Hook Massacre. Oh. Um, but this mof- um has actually said a lot of, you could call it crazy things in the past. Yeah, so one of his
0: conspiracies are on my list. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I wonder.
1: So I'm going to list a couple of them, and I'm, I'm curious if, if one of those is on your list. Okay. Uh, the Boston Marathon bombing in 2013, mm-hmm. uh, it was staged by the FBI. Mm, that's not on my list, no. Uh, <laughs> the shooting of Arizona Congresswoman Gabby Giffords in 2011 was a government mind control operation.
0: Nope, that's not on there either. Mine are, mine are a little more fun. Okay, know? okay. So I'm sure it's
1: not that September 11th was an inside job. No,
0: that's not, also not. <laughs> not like I said, I'm a little more, I went a little tee hee with my
1: conspiracy yeah. theories. But I mean, very recently he's been on the hook because, uh, well, I, that, wow, that was a, yeah, that that was was a bad, bad pun. Yeah. I, I saw the name of the yeah. elementary school <laughs> yeah. and my brain just went, you're going to say on the hook. No. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> That's terrible. Check out her comedy routine. I'm so sorry. (laughs) He's been in court. He's been sued for defamation by parents of Sandy Hook Elementary School because Mm -hmm. he's claimed time and time again that it was a hoax. The entire mass shooting was a hoax. No children died, and the parents were crisis actors. And as I said before, he was recently found guilty of defamation involving the parents of a first grader who was murdered during the mass shooting, the jury decided he had to pay $45.2 million in punitive damage to the parents.
0: I mean, that would be a pretty rough one to lose your kid and then have some television personality be like, yeah, it's all fake. They're just actors. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. but That would be pretty awful.
1: But that's unfortunately the world we live in, right? I mean, think of all the people that died during September 11th and Mm -hmm. everyone saying it was an inside job.
0: I don't know, man. First of all, if that was an inside job, that's really mean. <laughs>
1: I, don't, I don't know. I <laughs> well, think like, it was mean anyway. It was it,
0: mean. Yeah, it was mean anyway, but like that's real mean. That's and then true. second of all, like these people are grieving the loss of their people. Let's not diminish it by mm-hmm. this was an inside. I don't know. I just feel like you're having zero compassion for your fellow man in that regard. And that makes me a little sad. Because I may be a salty broad, but I'm a salty broad who has a little tiny baby heart and sometimes yeah. i feel little if you're tiny squishy, things yeah. it, can, it can get squishy sometimes yeah 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 like if a dog dies in a movie it gets oh, a little I can't squishy do that. right yeah, no, it gets can't for sure squishy but
1: you know quentin tarantino films the oh, bloodbath it's fine yeah it's fine <laughs> <laughs> All right, I really want to know what some of your conspiracy theories so are. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I want you to go first. I'll start with the one that convinced me. Oh, oh okay, we're starting off strong. Let's do
0: it. Avril Lavigne is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that convinced you? Yeah, the, when I read the headline, I was like, hey, this is bullshit. And so, reading into it, so this started on a Brazilian fan website about Avril Lavigne. And they're claiming that Avril Lavigne had a body double. And her name was Melissa, and I don't know in what what context or how often Melissa was used, but that under whatever circumstances Avril Levine died in 2003, and then the producers uh, or her managers and all these people were keen to keep Avril alive because, as we all know, that was like the peak yeah, of her career. That was, yeah, and so Melissa became Avril Levine. And one piece of evidence to this theory that, I, and I, this was kind of one of the things that. <clears throat> Had me go, hmm. So the sudden change in her style, which you could say, like, lots of people have done that. Like, Gwen Stefani did yeah, that. I was going to say Gwen Stefani. I think she's she's a gone really... through,
1: like, multiple different phases. Yeah, and
0: I mean, even, like, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody can reinvent themselves. But some believe that there's clues in songs about Melissa becoming the new Avril Lavigne. Like, the lyrics in the song slip away. And so, like, the lyric is... The day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same. And there's a creepy photo of her where she has the name Melissa written on her hand. And so like the more you get into it, there's like these little, these pictures or these things, they'll zoom in on a mole and be like, where's the mole? You know, maybe she got it removed. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe she was in the sun too long and a new one showed up. I don't know. But like I read, I mass read all of this information at once. And for a brief moment there, I was like, (laughs) Avril Levine is dead. <laughs> so whether she is or not, I don't know. What I do know is that I'm going to see her in concert, whether it's Melissa or Avril, I don't care. But as long as she sings skater boy, I'm a happy camper. So that is theory. Number one is that Avril Levine is, is actually dead. Melissa. Yeah.
1: You know, there's a lot of actual conspiracy theories with people either being dead or Mm -hmm. not being dead.
0: Like Elvis? Like
1: Elvis, Tupac, Tupac, yeah. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. I even read a theory, and it's not a conspiracy theory, and it's not one of mine, that uh, the Iranian government killed Michael Jackson to distract from the revolution and the protests that were going on in 2009, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's (laughs) That's far-fetched. That is,
0: that's like whoa how do you manage to kill the, like the world's biggest pop star just
1: because you're like don't, don't don't pay attention to what we're doing i don't, don't know don't dude i don't here. know <laughs> um so, so i you got i'll start with a pretty big one the denver airport is the illuminati's headquarters uh, okay why so- an airport that sounds so, lame as hell. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. All right. So the airport was opened in 1995, mm-hmm. and it is the largest airport in size in the entire U.S. and the second largest airport um, in the world behind King Fahid International Airport in Saudi Arabia. So the King King Fahid International Airport is 300 square miles. Uh, just that's huge. It's huge. Yeah, um, but. So, the Denver airport is quite small, smaller, but it's big by comparison to the other ones. It's Mm -hmm. 53 square miles long. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, the New World Order. It is the supposed headquarters of the New World Order, which is a secret society of powerful elite individuals that will rule the world with a singular goal of world domination. So, like... Think the Freemasons or the Mm -hmm. Illuminati, like if you've seen the Da Vinci Code, like, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but why? But why? Okay. So the apparent like there's like plaques and like different dedication markers throughout this airport. And there's one dedication uh, marker that claims the airport was funded by, and I quote, the New World Airport Commission. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> that, the New okay, World so that's, Airport
0: Commission. Yeah,
1: that that that's you know, sus. That's sus. Sus Piece of evidence number mm-hmm. one. There's another sus piece of evidence. There's a plaque placed over a time capsule that has a Masonic square, so it's like a a, a compass symbol, and an inscription that gives uh, to and an inscription to give the time capsule's contents to the people of Colorado in 2094. But so the, some but shit going down in
0: 2094 or I what? I guess,
1: yeah. I'm assuming that's going to be 100 years, though, uh, from the time it was closed because the airport was open in 1995. So that was mm-hmm. less, less suspicious to me. All right. So this, this building, this airport's huge, right? Mm-hmm. The cost of the building was much higher than initially anticipated. It was $3 billion more. And people believe that the cost actually went uh, into building the headquarters, but after the builders and architects screwed up the first couple of buildings, they buried them and then built on top of them to create a huge underground layer that is the supposed uh, channels and uh, different buildings that make up the Illuminati or the New World Order's headquarters. It's starting to
0: sound like a superhero movie.
1: Yeah, right? This is definitely like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. type situation. Yeah. So this could be the case, though, because during construction, plans were constantly changing and there was a ton of contract disputes, so no one really knows the extent and the scope of what the project actually was, um, unless that was, you know, done by design. Wink, wink. Mm, You know, like, keep, keep it a little bit, you know, on your toes. You don't really know what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So there's also s- supposedly about six under, uh, no, sorry, there's six floors underground, including a tunnel that supposedly connects the airport to an airspace, um, to an air, sorry, airfare space and the uh, Chennai Mountains. So there's like tunnels that lead to like other areas. I mean, it's 53 miles, like square miles long. So. Hmm. They could, it could, right?
0: So what the fuck do they need a tunnel to the Chennai Mountain for?
1: I don't know, hmm. I don't know. Okay. So, it gets weirder. There's art, there's a bunch of artwork there, right? And there's a sculpture of a blue Mustang horse with these glowing red eyes. And uh, people affectionately refer to this horse as Blucifer because it's, it it is responsible for killing its artists. So Luis Jimenez um, apparently bled to death when a section of the sculpture fell and impaled him in his studio. Damn. And they still put it up in the uh, airport. That's pretty savage. Mm -hmm. But if you're responsible for the New World Order, what
0: the fuck do you care about an artist who died making his little horse for you?
1: Well, I mean, maybe it's a symbolic sculpture too mm. maybe it, it's got meaning and maybe. it's supposedly going to be a bunker for the one percent during the apocalypse so mm. okay. they're yeah they're, they're supposedly lays an underground network of baggage tunnels which will house the richest of the rich when shit goes south of top um and it's also apparently uh housing uh these aliens i do graffiti on the walls because they found like weird ass graffiti. Like-
0: Trendy hipster aliens, and they like to just freestyle graffiti? Exactly.
1: And okay. lizard people.
0: And lizard down people. Down there,
1: too. Yeah. So it's the rich, the powerful, the aliens hipster aliens, and, and lizard, lizard people. people. Yeah. And all of that is under the Denver airport. Damn. It's like a sci-fi movie down it there. It is. You know what? like, isn't it a little bit, like... Do you want to know the most solid
0: proof that it's actually the headquarters of the New World Order and that they're just intent on bringing down the average man? Because what? they have the fucking audacity to charge $6 for a smart water. That's how I know. That <laughs> You've been to the Air- Denver airport? I've been there. And like, I don't know. I just feel like all airports, maybe they've got little hubs everywhere. because They like, must. I mean, how like, dare you guys charge this much? And also, how dare you not have like the bar open at 8 a.m.? I have to be here and I'm miserable, and that would fix it, but it's not open. The only thing that's open is the little flyway convenience store where I can buy six dollars worth of smart water.
1: Yeah. No, it's just that's one bottle six dollars uh, yeah. worth is
0: one bottle yeah, you're it's right a small and bottle it's, so hmm, Denver airport okay yeah. well, you know what I'm going to start looking for like little secret entrances and maybe I'll go wandering and yeah, yeah. look for
1: the plaque next time you you're there if you see the blucifer the mm-hmm. the blue horse sculpture just know it's killed a man maybe
0: like you flip his tail and then you can get, get transported down to like the sixth level or something and then maybe. they'll like
1: you have to cup its balls and oh, that's probably that's what how it you is get in, yeah. right
0: i bet that's what it is <laughs> and uh yeah i, I will say though sapita unfortunately when the apocalypse happens We're not going in. We're not invited. No, we're not. Nope, we are not part of the 1%. We're not not even even, part of
1: the 10%. We're not part of the
0: 70% probably. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to duke it out here with the rest (laughs) of the world. (laughs) Mad Max the shit out of everybody. That's exactly what I was going (laughs) to say. Okay, well, on that same vein of apocalyptic measures, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, I got one for you. This is an Alex Jones... Uh, conspiracy theory. All right, let's do it. This one is not that Sandy Hook is fake or anything like that, uh, but it is that chemical warfare is turning frogs gay.
1: Sorry. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so one of Alex Jones's more like notorious conspiracy theories is that the government is using chemicals in order to turn people gay using a mysterious gay bomb that's been devised by the Pentagon. So he's saying that allegedly the reason that there's more uh, gay people now than there used to be is because there is a secret chemical warfare operation going and that uh, they're encouraging homosexuality with chemicals so that people don't have children, which to me, if I was going to believe in any conspiracy theory, I would think that it's the government wants people to have children, not that they don't want oh, you to have children.
1: Like, we can get into that, but that shit ain't a conspiracy theory. <laughs> that, that, is, that is fact. So I... Th- and uh, so
0: anyway i guess um uh the there's uh frogs in he's claiming that majority of frogs in most areas of the US are now gay and i don't he didn't, he didn't have any evidence to back it up but he just said that the chemicals that he's putting out or that the government's putting out into the world are making people more gay but it's making most frogs gay and that in 94, a government lab did request funds to pursue the development of a weapon that would turn enemy combatants gay. So releasing, the idea was that it would release a bunch of female pheromones or whatever into the air and it would get all over the enemy and they would look at each other and not be able to resist each other and then end up having sex Sex with each each other.
1: (laughs) so instead of fa- so make love not war but literally but yeah yeah but literally <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> poor so miss, poor miss piggy
1: poor, poor miss, miss piggy But
0: here oh because kermit cause is he's a, a but all right he doesn't find her attractive okay. anymore hmm.
1: let me tell you why this is complete bullshit besides the fact that it's complete bullshit right
0: oh okay all right
1: <laughs> amphibians can actually cha- change their sex they can if they need yes where did can. i learn that jurassic park this is yep the source of all knowledge there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park taught me this. Mm-hmm. So really... And this Jurassic
2: is a, Park is science. Mm-hmm.
1: Jura- Jurassic Park is science. It is chaos theory, which is science. Yes, it, it is. is. It it is. is <laughs> I don't yeah. know. But it does mention <laughs> that... So the reason in Jurassic Park that the dinosaurs are suddenly able to reproduce is because they have amphibian DNA, which causes them to change uh, genders... or Sorry, to change sex... Because there's a need for it. So, science. So, this is the same argument that the Iranian government uses, but it's terrible. But they're not gay because they're actually changing sex. The Iranian government says they don't have any homosexuals because for a while they would take all the homosexuals and do sex change operations against their will. Whoa. So that they could say that they didn't have any gay people.
0: Whoa! Yeah,
1: that's crazy. That's gnarly. Yeah, I guess another conspiracy theory that I don't think is a conspiracy theory. I that's think that's actual. probably just that's true. Sad, yeah. Right? yeah. It's but amphibians actually change their sex based on needs. So, so maybe the frogs aren't gay, or maybe nope. they
0: are. Who cares? Gives gives? Yeah, let them let them do whatever they want. But I don't think it's because it's chemical warfare. <laughs> so anyway, what uh, what else do you have for me?
1: Well, I guess in the same vein, uh, the lizard people of L.A. Okay, so the lizard people live in Denver,
0: but they also live in L.A.?
1: Yeah, they're actually all over the place. Um, and who are these lizard
0: people? Are you a lizard person? No, I'm not. Prove uh, it. <laughs> How do I know?
1: Shh. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in, in 1933, George Shuffield, who was a mining engineer, talked about the stories of these lizard people that he had heard from the Hopi Native Americans. And these Hopi Native Americans had these legends about people who resembled lizards. So they weren't like big lizards that like thought, you know, they were like people but like they had lizardy characteristics. So they
0: weren't giant walking lizards. No, like the ones you see outside doing push-ups.
1: No. Yeah, they Aww. were like they just resembled lizards. Damn. Um, okay. These lizard people built three underground cities in the Pacific Coast to escape to to escape from these cataclysmic um, events so like a fire or something, um, and one of these underground cities, these vast underground cities, is thought to have been in LA. Hmm. Now this mining engineer decided to go searching for this lost underground city of reptilian dudes and dudettes, and in 1934 he announced that he had located tunnels and treasure um, containing of course. gold. Yeah, because uh, these guys these Lizard people are like super, super rich. And they have all this gold and stuff. Um, And he he located this beneath Fort Moore Hill in downtown LA. After he did acquire funds for the excavation, he obtained permission from authorities who agreed to split things 50-50. And he was going to drill a 350-foot shaft on this hill. However... The work was interrupted by cave-in concerns, and by screen, uh, spring, it, it stopped when funding and like media attention had just kind of gone away. Um, shortly thereafter, he disappeared from public view, and he died in 1957 and is buried in North Hollywood. Now, something about these lizard people is that they're supposedly highly advanced. Like A nine-year-old lizard person has the intellectual ability of a college graduate. And, like, well, that's just rude. Yeah, they are much smarter than you and I. I have huh. here a um, LA Times um, newspaper from January 29th, 1934. The headline is Lizard People's Catacomb City Hunted. Engineer sinks shaft under Fort Moore Hill to find maze of tunnels and priceless treasures of legendary inhabitants. So a lot of people think that there's still, like, treasure down there. And Why the fuck hasn't to... anybody gone down there to get it, then? They've been unable to. I guess cave-ins and, and whatnot, but... Yeah, the lizard people. The lizard and people. This, this theory goes, like, ape shit. Like, there's, like, people that say that the lizard people... Uh, control everything in politics, from politics to media to whatever, and they just work from all these underground cities that they've built.
0: Hmm. Don't love that, but you yeah. know what I do love, or I think would at least be a good thing to look into. You mm-hmm. know that show, and I, I don't think it exists anymore. But that, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. We should have. Are you smarter than a nine-year-old lizard person? I Ooh, know it doesn't yeah. roll off the tongue as nice,
1: but th- but college graduate that's gonna be hard well with some college graduates i don't
0: know i'd step to a nine-year-old lizard person would you yeah Mm. maybe (laughs) they
1: don't know everything
0: they might know things like engineering and science and geology and geology and geography and probably all the fees but you know what (laughs) (laughs) but they don't know about subscription fees god damn it (laughs) do they do they know how to saute some like Green beans? Nah. Or do they know how to like... Why that? Of I all know. things. I don't know. I tried to think of a fancy cooking term and just vegetable was the first thing that popped in my head. Or did do they, they don't know pop culture, I bet. Yeah, they run it, but do they watch it? Nah, I bet not. They can't name the cast of Jersey Shore. That's right. Damn right they can't. So are you smarter than a nine-year-old lizard person? Fuck right, I am. If it's pop culture, anything else. Yeah. Any of the other Snooki, fees?
1: Mikey. I'm out. Polly. <laughs> Vinny yeah. <laughs> Sammy and Ron, Ron JWoww and Dina JWoww Dina uh, Did you was say Angelina the- well, Angelina is only in the first two seasons she comes back in family reunion oh <laughs> see yeah take that lizard take that lizard person, person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> supremacy acquired now <laughs> on I th- to the next one on to the next one so this is a conspiracy theory that is not real and the guy has been clear about it not being real. But the the reason that it was introduced was for satirical purposes. And some people actually believe it. Okay. Okay, so birds aren't real. I'm sorry, what? Birds aren't real. So the this is a conspiracy, uh, a more like a movement. And it was developed by this kid, Peter McIndoe. Okay. And he's 23. And he started spreading this back in 2017. And it was basically to kind of highlight that like Gen Z is disenchanted with like all this conspiracy shit going around and just how crazy it's gotten. So he just started spreading this around and he was going to like protest. He was putting stickers around saying birds aren't real. And he... he, It got media interviews and insisted that these that all birds are not real, but that they're surveillance drones made by the government. What, yeah, so that mm -hmm, I believe it it was supposed to be in like the Reagan era, they shot down all the birds and they got rid of all the birds, and then they replaced birds with these surveillance drones. And um, birds aren't real, it has a staff, they've organized real life protests. They've they've bought real billboards to advertise things.
1: And, and wait, hold on. And, and the, this movement now is they they believe it.
0: No, it's parody it's okay. parodying it, okay. it's the misinformation parody. okay, okay. of conspiracy theories okay. and even like so Gen Z, they may um, his whole thing is to parody the misinformation that Gen Z finds itself stewing in. So mm-hmm. just being fully immersed in all this misinformation and, and he's kind of making fun of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, he's just kind of highlighting the lunacy of it. And so some people end up, have ended up like believing that the birds aren't real. Yeah. Yeah. But as a whole, it's pretty comical and you, they have a website. You can go to birds are or whatever it is and you can buy like shirts and shit and, <laughs> and They're hoping that the joke will become a force of good by exposing all the ways that misinformation thrives. So like billboards, things on vans, protests, you know, uh, social media, they do stuff on social media all the time. And so they're hoping by like leading by example, people can kind of use them as like, Oh, well, if they can do that, then maybe this other thing that I saw might not be real. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. So that's the power of conspiracy theories for good.
1: I like that. I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Birds
1: aren't real. Oh, they're not? They're not? Oh. Hmm. Are you
2: a no, true I'm, I'm believer, I'm like, Daniel? Uh, I'm agreeing with them now. Birds yeah, aren't real. Birds aren't real. No. Birds aren't real. Birds
0: aren't well,
1: then real. what the hell did my dog kill the other day? A drone. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? She's doing the Lord's work. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take us back a little bit to oh. World War I. Okay. Um I remember it well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. You You were you were wee babe back then. <laughs> So this is about the Zimmerman telegram or Zimmerman letter. So Arthur Zimmerman was a German foreign minister during World War I who, in a bid to gather support from the Mexican government, if war with the U.S. were to ever break out, um, decided to send them a telegram. Um, Now let me back up a little bit. At this point in 1917, the U.S. was still very neutral in the war. Um, they had not taken a side, and they, they were kind of chill with both sides. So in 1917, January 1917, Zimmerman sent a telegram to Heinrich von Eckhard, a German minister in Mexico. <clears throat> now, he's sending this telegram, but earlier in the war, the British Royal Navy had successfully severed the Germans' transatlantic uh, telegraph cables. So Germany was not really able to send it themselves. And uh, they, the United States decided, okay, you know what? We can help you send these encrypted German messages in exchange for a promise that they only contained run of the mill diplomatic instructions. Yeah, we
0: promise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, this is so it, the, the message was encrypted, but I'm gonna read to you what the message actually said um, when they decrypted it. So, it says, We intend to begin the 1st of February unrestricted submarine warfare. So, remember, this is from Germany to Mexico. Mm-hmm. We shall endeavor in spite of this to keep the United States of America neutral. In the event of this not succeeding, we, at, we make Mexico a proposal of um, alliance on the following basis. Make war together. Make peace together. Generous financial support and an understanding on our part that Mexico is to recover the lost territory in Texas, New Mexico, and Arizona, the settlement in detail is left to you. You will inform the president of the above most secretly as soon as the outbreak of war with the United States of America is uh, uh, sorry. As soon as the outbreak of war with the United States of America is certain, and add the suggestion that he should, on his own initiative, uh, invite Japan to immediate adherence, and at the same time mediate between japan and ourselves please call the president's attention to the fact that the ruthless employment of our submarines now offers the prospect of compelling england in a in a few months to make peace signed zimmerman the recipient of the information has greatly exercised the british government that they have lost uh, no time in communicating it to me to transmit to you in order that our government may be able to, without delay, make such uh, disposition. So, yikes, that doesn't y- sound like a... a yeah, a <laughs> run-of-the-mill diplomatic instruction, yeah. no. So <laughs> let me re- rephrase this, in case that was a little too much. Basically, Germany saying, hey, Mexico, we're going to start unrestricted submarining in this area. Mm-hmm. If this pisses you the U.S. off and they decide to declare war hmm Join us. Right. Fuck them up, and we will give you New Mexico, Arizona, and Texas. Mm-hmm. Which That's line? basically it, right? Now, the U.S. ambassador, unbeknownst to them, uh, the U.S. ambassador to Germany, uh, James uh, Gerald, wired this to Copenhagen. From there, it went to London, and then went to the German embassy in Washington, D.C. By January 19th, Eckhart had received it in Mexico City. Now, while en route, the letter was secretly intercepted and decoded by British intelligence's Room Forty. These motherfuckers were listening in on the U on U.S.'s um, telegrams. Maybe so. it's a good thing that they were, though. T B H. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, an office of crypt- uh, cryptographers, mathematicians, and language experts, whose job it was to crack German codes, on January seventeenth. So two days before Eckhart had received the. Mex- uh, the message, mm-hmm. um, a British crypto- crypt- cryptanalyst named Nigel DeGrade decoded the note. So he figured it out before right. it even reached Mexico. And he went to his captain's office and asked him, do you want to bring America into the war? Because this shit's dammy. Mm-hmm. So British intelligence was now in a pickle, though. Because, mm-hmm. like, on one hand, if you let the U.S. know, hey, this is what they wrote... You're basically admitting to them that you were snooping on them. Right. So they sat on it for a few weeks. In the meantime, the British had, like, they sat on it because they are like, okay, so if the Germans start their submarine bullshit, their unrestricted submarine bullshit, the U.S. is probably going to get involved anyway, right? No, wrong. President Woodrow Wilson just severed diplomatic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah." He was just like, I'm going to sever diplomatic relations with Germany. Naughty, naughty. (laughs) (laughs) So then the British intelligence was like, fuck, right? We have to, like, find a way to be like, oh, look. Oh, shoot. Look at this over here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they took the route of, like, look what we intercepted from Mexico. And then they presented it to the American embassy in London. By late February, the message received Woodrow Wilson himself. According to (laughs) uh, Secretary of State... Robert Lansing, when the President was told what it said, he just repeatedly like shouted, Good Lord! Good Lord! Good Lord! <laughs> <laughs> and in his memoirs, actually, um, Lansing wrote that uh, in one day they accomplished a change in a sentiment and public opinion that would otherwise have required months to accomplish. So from the time the telegram was published, the United States' entry into the war was assured. Um, because this thing was published and then the, the media published it also. And the mm-hmm. people were like, well, that's fucked up. I think we should, the, the, the idea of war changed the sentiment towards war with, uh, within the U S changed towards like, okay, now we got to kill those motherfuckers. Like,
0: okay. So where,
1: maybe I missed something. Where's the conspiracy? So here's this conspiracy, right? Ah, okay. All right. Zimmerman never actually wrote the note. It oh, was either fuck. the U.S. that was trying to come up with a, an excuse to get involved to get involved in the war, and the, and public sentiment was not there yet, so they had to construct a way for people to be pissed off enough to Ooh. allow us to get into the war. It could either be that, or I've also heard that the British were like we. We really need help. America's so just sitting on their ass. So they made it up. Mm. Now, there is really no basis for this conspiracy. Well, I guess there is still a basis because it makes sense, right? Yeah, either like, one. You could make an argument for either one and I'd probably right? believe you. you. Um, but Zimmerman himself said that the note was real. Oh, well. That being said, like.
0: Why would he lie about, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why would he lie? But if he had not come out and said that. I don't know. I mean, the US yep. has done some shady things. I mm-hmm. Maybe I we had a surprised. bad case of FOMO and we just But to this day, there's, there. There. there's people that think that it was fake. Like we just used it to get to into To get the in wall. there. Hmm.
0: I like that. That was a good one. Yeah. So mine also is related to war.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Nazis had a secret base in Antarctica
1: isn't that true? No.
0: I don't know. See, the it, it is a theory. Um there for whatever reason, I actually do think that there's probably a lot of weird shit in Antarctica that
1: we don't know. Well, that's but that there. being said, the Russia in the winter got them. So, Antarctica I don't know, but so yeah. during World War II, there were rumors about
0: lots of different strange projects that the Nazis were working on. Some proven to be true, some unfounded, some never proven, whatever. And one that kind of just never went away was that the Nazis might have had a secret base in Antarctica. And um, the persistence of this myth prompted this marine geologist over at Cambridge, Colin Summerhayes, to take this take measures to publish a peer reviewed paper disproving the idea of the frozen Nazi base. And people thought it was odd that this person who was like so unrelated to all of it went to such lengths to try to disprove it. So people got a little more suspicious after that happened. And the stories kind of changed over the decades, but there were two things that always kind of stuck in place that people were alleging was evidence or irrefutable proof. And it's that the Nazi expedition into the Antarctic around 1938 and 39. And then, um, so they went there, and then just basically never left. And then there's a supposed quote from Carl Donitz, and he was a naval admiral who became president after Hitler committed suicide. And in the Nuremberg trials, he was quoted as saying that there was an invulnerable fortress, a paradise-like oasis in the middle of eternal ice.
1: Ooh, mm-hmm. definitely Antarctica. Sus,
0: right? Like, where else? I mean, I guess you it could be, like, Greenland or... I don't know. North Pole, who who knows? I just think that there's a lot of governments and a lot of countries in general have a lot of interest in Antarctica. And cuz it's like remote, yeah. it's way out of, you know, way out of the way. So I bet there's probably some weird shit there. Whether it's from Germans or not, I don't know. Hmm. But there's probably some funky things out there. A government or two has probably tried to to do some weird things out there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, uh, they they take people to go out there. Like, you can work out there for three months at a time. Mm-hmm. And, like, I thought about it. Because, like it like It'd you be said, sick. Th- it's remote. There's, like, no one knows mm-hmm. what's going on down but there. But, like, I've seen the thing.
0: I know what happens if you go out there.
1: That's true. Mm-hmm. You, you die. Mm-hmm. And you don't know who to
0: trust. And Kurt Russell kills you or whatever. He does. <laughs> he'll, he'll blowtorch you to <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so my last two are pretty short, um, and it's because you don't really need explanation, right? The moon landing was a hoax,
0: which like, damn, like I would be so sad if that was true. I right? don't think it's true, but I mean, but how? Like, yeah. and if you're, but if you're like Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong, wouldn't you be
1: a little bit pissed? Oh, I'll get to that. Oh, shit, so, okay, th- yeah. There's a there's a couple of um, so so a couple of reasons. I'm not going to state them all because people are like, oh, it was a Hollywood film, yada yada yada. They claim So one of the things that people claim was there's no stars in the Apollo photos. What they don't seem to understand is it was taken, like, when they were down there, it was, like, daytime for the moon. So you won't really see the stars in any of the photos. Mm-hmm. Um, they also said that the flag is not fluttering, you know, because the American flag flutters when you put it down somewhere. Except for there's no gravity on the moon. So, wasn't
0: the argument that like the flag shouldn't be waving? It should be like straight or something. It hasn't. It, w- it wasn't waving. It was kind of just chilling,
2: right? There's no wind on the moon. Yeah.
0: Right. No, I, n- I know. But like.
2: Yeah. Well, but they, people are
0: saying zero gravity. Wouldn't it just be up? I think was what the argument was, right?
2: Well, it's not zero gravity. It's a sixth of the Earth's Yeah. So it's oh, not, is that it's not what it zero, is? Okay. But there's
1: very okay. little gravity. Um, and then the crosshair that appears in many of the Apollo images sometimes appear to be behind the objects in the photos, mm-hmm. but that—that's not like it just happens because of the reflection. So, all bullshit. However, Buzz Aldridge, hes not the—he's uh, not the most cuddly of men either.
0: He's actually well, the name like punched, Buzz,
1: yeah, I imagine right? not. But. He's punched people for <laughs> claiming that the moon landing was fake. I would too. There's a video of it. Of him punching out some fool? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah. So. You'll have to show me that. I've never seen that. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll show it to you later.
0: Oh, yeah. That's better than the videos I show you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can. Yeah. <laughs> Much better. God damn it. <laughs>
0: sorry, not sorry.
1: All right. What's your last one?
0: So my I know Dan this has one, one too. fucking broke me. Oh no, I know. So we're all living in a simulation.
1: Oh fuck!
0: That. I know you can't spend too much time on this one, so I'll, I'll be brief because if you think about it too much, you just hurt your feelings. But so, um, basically, th- the Matrix, right? We're all living in the Matrix. We're living in some kind of computer simulation or whatever. That's a theory, and um, one instance of this theory specifically. Um involves Neil deGrasse Tyson, and uh, if you guys don't know who that is, he's an astrophysicist, he's super cool, and then Chuck Nice, and Chuck Nice is a comedian, and the two of them got together, and they were talking um, on a podcast called Star Talk, and um, Neil deGrasse Tyson hosts it, and he was uh, just explaining the simulation argument, and he basically, the basic argument is that we could be virtual beings living in a computer simulation. And if so, the simulation would most likely create perceptions of reality on demand rather than simulate all of reality all at once. So if you've ever played a video game, it's like what you can see, that's, that's what's being generated. The entire um, game map doesn't exist, um, not until you know, you're know you in that chapter or you're like on that portion of the map. And so, you know, like the video game has to render for that scene to be visible, kind of like that. So um, then Chuck Nice basically said, well, maybe that's why we can't travel faster than the speed of light, because if we could, we'd be able to get to another galaxy. And, and that
1: simulation has not been created yet? Well,
0: yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson said um, it's before they could program it. So the programmer put in that limit. So basically, I, he thinks that there's a chance it's 50/50 to him that we could be in a simulation. 50. Something like that, yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. How do you prove that you're not? You know it's like, I, I don't know how you I prove think that that's you're where not. I am. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but what what bothers me about it is like, fuck if we're in a computer simulation i want to have a word with who's running my avatar because (laughs) because they obviously it's some punk ass kid who doesn't know what he's doing or it's like some like you know middle-aged mom who decided to pick up a video game for the first time because (laughs) they are they're not doing very well and it's not (laughs) terrible but it could be better could you look up some cheat codes because (laughs) i i'd like to level up please i feel like i'm stuck in the like loading window where the character's just kind of bouncing back and forth <laughs> waiting for something to happen and people have argued that one of the proofs that we're living in a simulation are mandala effects and i know that we've talked about these and they're fucking maddening so mandala effects are like things that the population collectively remembers that allegedly never happened there
1: was a movie with <laughs> there's that is bad called kazam nope bite me on this <laughs> it, it existed it, but it didn't right no, but it did
0: right but it didn't but it did
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like
0: uh how about so in the, the word Kit Kat, is there a hyphen or no hyphen no that is correct there is no hyphen in Kit Kat. hell there, yeah how about um double stuff oreos how do you spell double stuff
1: what do you mean? Spell double stuff. D o u b l e d s t u f f e d.
2: Is it do Is it d u b b l e? No, no. Oh. you guys
0: are both really wrong. <laughs> but I spelled it correctly. It's double. Just d o u b l e yeah. stuff. S t u f one f. There is no two f's. What, what? exactly? <laughs> I don't know because I I would have bet my bottom dollar that there were two f's. Nope. C3PO has a silver leg. No. Yeah. He's and Dan knew this, but he only knew this because of some documentary he watched. But I bet organically, if you hadn't, he has a gold leg in my head. But apparently, he has a silver leg. You don't believe me? Look it up. It's Flint stones, not Flintstones. stones. No. Exactly. No. No. There no. A, there's a T, right? No. Yeah. There's no T. No. There no, is.
1: it's It's Flintstones. it's
0: Flynn. Flintstones. Flint. No, Flintstones. No. It's Flintstones. Not Flintstones. No. What? Are you agreeing with me no, or it's disagree- Flintstones. Are you saying T or no T? No T. No T. It's no Flint. Tea, yeah. Flintstones.
1: Right? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently it's Meet the Flintstones. Exactly. The Flintstones.
0: Exactly. But apparently it's Flintstones. I'm offended. And uh, the one that really gets me is that there's no cornucopia behind the Fruit of the Loom. Do you know like the Fruit of the Loom clothing brand? Yeah, there's a cornucopia. No. No, there is. There is no cornucopia. No, I swear to God there's there no is. no little brown. No, but in is. my head, there's a freaking brown hold cornucopia. On, hold on, hold Isn't on, Isn't that bothersome? It makes me so irrationally mad. Look, look at the fuck up. I'm telling you right now. And I guarantee you when you no, Google it, mandala effects will yeah, come up. Yeah, there's a... F- oh. Right? <laughs> but, but how do we all remember that? No, but like, okay. And they're telling you that the one with the cornucopia is wrong.
1: No, it's not. It's right. (laughs) I know.
0: And (laughs) you, you know this and I know this, but we're wrong. And apparently these mandala effects happen because there's like a rip in the time space continuum and like other like symbols and things from other realities slip in here and like things switch. And so maybe in another reality, Sinbad did have a movie called Kazam, or whatever. And no, maybe it was in this
1: reality, I was here.
0: <laughs> I was here. I had it on VHS. <laughs> but why don't you have it anymore, though? Is my point. Like I don't
1: have a fucking VHS
0: anymore. I still do.
1: You don't? No. I don't, but, but I moved on with the times. Yeah, but you don't keep old
2: technology. Yeah.
1: No. Some stuff I have only is available on VHS. You two motherfuckers have like a box of wires that you don't know what. I do have a box of cables. Cables, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: No. That's how you know you're growing up. You have a drawer full of cables and this a heart full of This cornucopia was always there. I am no, I know. I know. I'm agreeing I'm with Persian. you. I'm Persian. I don't know what a cornucopia is, but I remember that <laughs> in the logo. <laughs> I'm telling. I know. And double stuff is with one F, and it's
1: Bernstein. A I N, not Bernstein Bears. The, the actually, they found out what happened with that. Oh. Half of the books had the misprint. That's why people remember. And it. misprint being E I N or yeah. a- Oh, okay, because I for sure had misprints
0: then, because yeah. I that I would have bet my life on. Yeah. I was very positive yeah, about that. Yeah, there were some misprints. Okay, so we figured that one out. But these yeah. other ones, I've got no answer for you. Like but, double stuff and C3PO and Flint stones meet the Flint stones.
1: It's not a yabba dabba do time, I'll tell you. I'm not having a yabba dabba do time. Okay, so mine's really quick. Um... The pyramids, Stonehenge, and Machu Picchu were all made by aliens. Maybe. Yeah, because pyramids had to get those big rocks so high. Stonehenge, how did they get those big rocks so far? And <laughs> Machu Picchu, how did they get the big rocks so precise? Dude, maybe people from back in the day were like
0: 10 feet tall and jacked. Wouldn't they that were be not. Really we are, cool?
1: We're actually the biggest. That's true, because we're we well nourished. High. Yeah. With, yeah then I,
2: or maybe they used a shit ton of slaves
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yep, yeah well there's yep. that too but like no nope. aliens to totally that, like, made the period pyramids from top down i would love it if like
0: maybe the aliens helped them they're like Beep, boop, boop. we'll they help did. you yeah totally and then they, they just iced everybody and they're like just kidding this is a monument for us tea <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know dan has a conspiracy theory that he's psyched about so oh.
2: i do this is more akin to one you said earlier that was more of a joke um is
1: it,
0: so is it an actual conspiracy theory or is it like satire
2: it's satire okay it, it's been openly i mean you there, there's there's physically the, you can't prove this and it's but it's still the funniest thing ever uh, there have been videos that just it's great um and essentially it's ted cruz is the zodiac killer
0: <laughs> okay, is it because like he looks cookie. Is it because like there was somebody that did a drawing of what they thought the killer might look like and it looks like Ted Cruz or how did that come to be? So
2: the origin of it started in 2013. Um it was a tweet made by just some uh, random Twitter account looks like Red Pill America. Hmm. Um and it just says um Ted Cruz is speaking. His speech is titled, This is the Zodiac speaking. Didn't really go anywhere okay. after that. And then in 2014, someone random again tweeted, Ted Cruz is chilling deathbed confession. I am the Zodiac killer. Hashtag Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. Deathbed these, confession? These are both still before it became viral. It really came viral in like uh, late 2015, early 2016 once the election period started. hmm Um, There was a Facebook group that was titled Ted Cruz is a Zodiac Killer. Um, At the end of 2015, it was launched, uh, garnered upwards of 9,400 likes over the next two months. Damn. And on 2016, Twitter user so-and-so posted a fake quote of Cruz confessing to the Zodiac Killer murders. (laughs) Oh, my God. And it it went on from there. I bet he loved that. (laughs) <laughs> he did openly. He has um like acknowledged it.
0: Like as like, like a, that's so say? funny. Or in, in
2: 2017, he actually it was in response to someone else kind of alluding to it, and he posted the the cipher that the Zodiac sent uh-huh. as a joke. So it kind of effectively killed the meme because he. You know, oh, because he he's acknowledging it, it. right uh,
0: right right right. Didn't so, yeah. Trump say something about that too, about Ted Cruz being the Zodiac killer. I
2: thought so. Hmm. So part of I'm bringing or I'm getting a lot of this information on Know Your Meme, which became a lot more official, by the way. Like Did now it? they have citations, like huh? they have footnotes so that I can go to each of those original tweets. It's like we're looking back in time. Wow, but uh, good on them. They also have a snapshot of a debate from the GOP where they had different statistics, uh, social media statistics going on, and one of them was top Google Trends, and a user had gotten enough people to make Is Ted Cruz the Zodiac Killer the number one oh option? Oh, my and God. And it showed on the debate.
0: Oh, shit. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Well, he might be. Who knows? Yeah.
2: Well, he can't be because the killings happened in the late 60s, or started in the late sixties, and he was born in nineteen seventy. They so. say, but if he's a
1: lizard person, he yeah. That is true. Which honestly, mm. I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm saying no I don't know. I'm saying he's
0: probably been to the Denver airport, and he knows where Lucifer's balls are.
1: Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. Can't say anything else, but. <laughs> You heard it here first. We, we cracked the fucking code.
0: <laughs> 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 fucking
1: Lucifer. Oh, Lucifer. All right. Well, we want to hear from you. Are there any conspiracy theories in your neck of the woods? Email us at two broads at gmail.com. I breathed in a bunch of <coughs> dust.
0: Oh. Clean your fucking house or <laughs> get your husband to do it. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back to the
1: <laughs> Oh, man. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok if you want to see Sapita get her balls handed to her by the one salty researcher. We're at two salty... <laughs> yeah. That two salty rods. Did I say that already? I don't know. It's a nighttime recording. What happened to the caffeine? The caffeine was supposed to help you. It's made you worse. <laughs> it honestly has. I don't think caffeine works on we me. We got to go
0: back to liquor
2: for you.
1: I think I need to. Or do a 4Loco. We could
0: acquire a 4Loco and see
1: what yeah, happens. Yeah, buy it on the black market, see what happens.
2: Might have some cocaine lying around somewhere. You know. Yeah. We I could should. just
1: put some. Yeah, we'll put some
0: Coke and some like barb- barbiturates into a. uh, Shot of like whiskey. <laughs> it's probably Do the I same thing. Do I look like
1: S. Thompson to you? <laughs> oh man, I am not Huntress Thompson, but I am Sapita, and I'm Lindsay. Thanks for listening, and stay salty. oh what shit? The fuck Sapita. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no more coffee for you. <laughs>